please don't be in love with someone else. I'm not. Please don't have somebody waiting on you. Devin, really? Hello! Welcome to Tay 2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about dress from Reputation. Dress. (laughs) And today is our first E song, Enchanted, from Speak Now. Woohoo! First E, we're into the E's. Yay, fifth letter. Fifth letter. Enchanted is the ninth track on Speak Now. Speak Now was released October 25th, 2010, and this song was written solely by Taylor, as was the rest of the Speak Now album, except for the deluxe track, if this was a movie. Indeed. Enchanted has been played live 121 times by Taylor. Most of them were on her Speak Now tour back in 2011. She also played a mashup of Enchanted with Wildest Dreams on her 1989 tour, which is pretty cool. And the video on YouTube is super good. Yeah. It's it's such an incredible performance. It's an epic performance, and her vocals are so amazing on it. Oh, so good. She has also played it... As her surprise song on the Red Tour and the Reputation Tour a few times. I think only once on the Reputation Tour. And mm-hmm. she I think she played it three or four times on the Red Tour. And she's also played it for various promo engagements as well. Yeah. Here, here and there. Very popular Taylor song. It is a beloved Taylor song. Definitely. Enchanted is a big song in the Swiftyverse. Yes. So Devin... What do you think about Enchanted? Enchanted's pretty good. <laughs> it's really good. Speak Now is a album that has been really fun for me to listen to more because I think it's the one that I know the least about and mm. the songs on it are the ones that I have listened to the least amount. Interesting. So Fearless, obviously I've been listening to a ton of it because of Taylor's version. And then from 1989 on, I was in it. Like mm-hmm. I was in the Swifty verse. Mm. Red. I've listened to a lot because that's like, I mean, there are just so many amazing songs on there. And her first album, I've listened to a bunch of her stuff as well, because that's how you kind of get into Taylor is learning about her from like her first album Mm -hmm. forward. So Speak Now has been the one that every time I listen to a song on it, it feels kind of like I'm listening to them for the first time. And I'm always finding new moments in them. It was really cool when we did Dear John for me to really delve into Dear John and and have that. So Enchanted is one that has been really cool because I'm not super familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And it's been really fun for me to listen to it over and over and really hear things in it. And the fact that it's a six minute long song. Yeah. Like that is an epic. Yes. And it is a journey. The song is built in a way for it to be like an anthem by the end. Mm-hmm. Like I experience when I'm listening to it, like firework explosions in the background by the end. And <laughs> I love though how it begins with a very simple guitar strumming and it kind of sounds like it's 
country and then it opens up into this more rock and roll vibe mm. with the with the first chorus and then the whole second verse has the whole like rock and roll like feel behind it then you realize like oh wow like this is taylor i think really starting to experiment with with some new sounds yeah and that was what this whole album was for her mm-hmm. was to really write her stuff and not have any other collaborators and really try and find out different ways to write a song and and what kind of sounds she really liked and mm-hmm. i feel like there's a lot of different sounds on this definitely. album definitely yeah you know you have the whole gamut from like back to december to story of us mm-hmm. which are Two very different sounds. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. And I think that this song kind of like runs the gamut of a lot of the different sounds she's looking for. I love the chorus. It's so good. Mm -hmm. So good. And the bridge, like, she's just the bridge queen. Like, (laughs) every every song, like, she has, it's amazing. This bridge is so freaking good. building bridges. She's a very good bridge builder. I love that this song has a lot of the lyrics that the fandom really, really loves mm-hmm. and have to make their like handles on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Wonderstruck, Walls of Insincerity. Mm-hmm. I love that this is another aspect of 2AM. Mm-hmm. We get that. I think this is our second 2AM reference of the podcast. I think so. We're tallying. Two 2AMs. Two 2AMs and there's plenty more to come. Mm-hmm. And of course, Enchanted. Like Enchanted is, I think, everybody has that. Uh, in their handle on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> the storytelling is amazing. And then what I love is at the end of the bridge when she says, these are the words I hold back. Mm. And then that's what leads into the please don't be in love with someone else. Yeah. And it's just so powerful. And it's just this very different part of the song. And it's so brief in mm-hmm. the actual song. Mm-hmm. She only repeats it four times, though on the tour... Like, she repeated it, like, a bajillion yeah, times. totally vamped, yeah. With the audience. The fact that she wrote this part, it's such a good sing-along part, and it's so easy to remember, and mm. it's such a good melody, too, and so it's, like, such a good moment for the audience mm-hmm. to be able to just, like, scream with her. Like, please don't be in love with yeah. someone <laughs> else. So good. You know, I I would have loved to be able to see this live, like... I can only imagine, and I know you're going to talk about it because you saw it. And yeah. Like, I'm very jealous. I am a fan. Yeah. I'm I'm in it. I, I really like this one a lot, and I totally get it. I think early on in this process, uh-huh. I was like, why is everyone obsessed with Enchanted? Mm-hmm. Like, this is obviously a lot of Swifties love this song. Why? And I get it now. <laughs> like, now that I have seen the light yes. of Enchanted, and just the fact that there's all the storytelling elements in it too, mm-hmm. you know, like the, I wish that this is, is not the first line of the story that, you know, I hope that it continues. Yeah. And that kind of is a metaphor and imagery she uses a lot on this album and in general, she loves the storytelling aspect. Yes. She loves books. She loves stories. She loves that fairy tale vibe. Mm-hmm. And this definitely fits in with that. For sure. How about you? What do you like I'm about so the song? I'm so glad you like it. I wasn't expecting that given your early or statements. Uh-huh. I'm mm-hmm. really glad. Well, one thing that you had talked about was it being an epic and it being six minutes long. Mm-hmm. We did look it up earlier. This is Taylor's third longest song. Indeed. The only two songs that are longer are Dear John and Last Kiss. Ah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. 
Just a fact, fun dear, fact. Dear John, really long song. <laughs> so, <laughs> as a Swifty who I truly became a super fan really during the Speak Now era, because it's when I first got an iTunes account mm. and I could listen to her music all the time. Yeah. I had some CDs and I had a Walkman, but there weren't a lot of places where I would listen to that necessarily. So having like iPods exist and getting an iTunes for the first time was like when I fully became a Swifty in terms of listening to every song and every album sure. instead of just knowing certain songs from albums. Sure. This song and this whole album is just really special to me because mm. it really is when I became like fully a Swifty. Yeah. And like I know every word to this entire album. This was the first time I saw her live. Mm. So it's just like it's very special time. And also just that like I was going through so many of these same phases that things that she was writing about. So I sure. just felt so part of it and connected to Taylor. As I often have. Often. Yes. I think this song is really like a quintessential like fairy tale storytelling Taylor. Like when you think about like young Taylor and the stories she tells, I feel like this song can really like almost like capture her career at that time. Yeah. Like every aspect of it too. And like how she was like varied in genres, how she was trying things out, Mm -hmm. how she was like leading us along on this journey that was also about her life. Like it kind of was all what she was doing at that time is in this song. And I I love the contrast between the verses and the chorus and how they, like, help kind of convey her emotions of meeting this person in the story, Mm -hmm. kind of. You know, it's like kind of like trepidation, carefully telling the story. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, there's such a beautiful night. I'm so excited about it. When she's like, this night, like when she goes into the chorus. I just think it's really cool. And it's every time it's still unexpected to me, even though I know this song so well. Yeah. I think that's really, really neat. Seeing it performed live, Mm. I just remember this song being performed was, like, so magical Mm. and dreamy. And there were, like, these, like, lit up trees on stage and, like, this, like, epic Taylor staircase that, you know, she was, like, walking down. And dancers in, like, kind of like a somewhat Elizabethan dress i don't know elizabethan garb and they're like dancing with like you know their hands oh yeah 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 Yeah, like they're at it yeah yeah and it just was beautiful and there's like fog rolling Mm. in that i'd say speak now was one of taylor's most theatrical tours in Mm -hmm. terms of just like sets and different costumes and the way the stories were told it was very specifically theatrical cool and i loved it it was just, yeah. I just remember it was so memorable seeing this perform. What did you wear to this performance again? Oh, right. Because we talked about this all the <laughs> way in Back to December. Me and my friend Margot, who came with me, we both wore gold sparkly dresses with cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> Very Taylor. <laughs> Very Taylor at the time. Yeah. And yeah. And it was special too, because like I was 18 and I was able to like drive my friend to the concert for the first time. So there was that. We had all these moms tell us we looked so pretty. <laughs> it was like such a sweet concert going experience. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. So I, I just think very, very fondly of Speak Now and Enchanted to me is the best of Speak Now. Mm. Not It isn't my favorite song on Speak Now, but it's like in my top three songs of Speak sure. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yes. So I... Really just love Enchanted and how it makes me feel. Mm, yeah. Love that. Devin, mm. do you relate to Enchanted? So I think of this as like seeing somebody and and 
wanting to maybe like oh go and get a drink with them mm-hmm. or go and get dinner with them mm-hmm. and i've I, you've met them and wow they're like they've charmed me and i never see them again being intrigued being by intrigued yes. it's like the prince at the ball yes and you see them and you're like, oh, and you dance and then you go your separate ways. Yeah, except I, that's not what happens in Cinderella. No, <laughs> no, she ends up with the prince. Yes. But there was this girl at a tap festival, at okay. the New York City tap festival. I believe I've talked about it before on this podcast. And I was either 10 or 11. <laughs> and there was this girl. And when you go to the tap festival, it's a week long thing. And you mm-hmm. take class during the week. And then at the end of the week, there's a performance. And I was very... Lucky because I auditioned and put in my uh, solo, Bemshaw Swing, as a performance. And they usually don't admit solo acts for this particular performance. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of group dances and everything. However, they're like, wow, this kid's like so good. We're going to give him the solo. So I got the solo. (laughs) And the only other person who got a solo was this girl. And so I was like, okay, she must be pretty good. Mm -hmm. And so in class, she was like, really good and i like we became friends and i became a little smitten with her Mm -hmm. because she was as good a tap dancer as i was Mm -hmm. and i was like whoa she's so good (laughs) and then the performance happened and i think she was from arizona Mm -hmm. and she went back home obviously and i went back home and i never saw her again it was just like a couple of days of of knowing her and being like, wow, I'm enchanted to meet you. I had no idea about Taylor Swift at that point. No. Like, I the don't song even know. wasn't written yet. Right, yeah. It was... It was Taylor was two, 12. It she was, was writing songs, but not this one. It was either 2000 or 2001. Oh. That was this tap festival. Yeah. Way back. And so, yeah, so it was that moment. And it's really interesting to think about, like, where is she now? Mm-hmm. Or where are all of these different people that I met along the way or in our lives? And you intersect for, like, a moment. Yeah. And then you move on. You know, it doesn't have to be about a relationship or romance yeah. or anything. It's a friend or you meet somebody and you have a moment. Or and a then, feeling. Or a feeling. Yeah. Or I like to think of it from the show Into the Woods, the the um, Moment in the Woods song, mm-hmm. where she sings, like, uh, this was just a moment in the woods, mm-hmm. and you, you move on. It's a very interesting concept it's like sliding doors or it's like it's like serendipity <laughs> or sliding you know doors because reference. because yeah. you, you have no idea if you're ever going to see that person yeah. again you might not however if you are supposed to see that person again you will it's mm. like it's very cosmic yeah and so this song is just very like yeah fairy tale and I like and like if you see that person oh i hope i see that person again please don't be you, in like, love want with this someone to be else a movie almost yeah this song yeah yeah I like so that. that. That's how I relate. How do you? Well, would you know hmm. this girl's name if she ever ended up in a show with you? Or I would remember what she looks like, even though she was like ten at the time. I mean, our faces don't really change that some much. Some people do. Do they? Yeah, some people's do as they so, age. So maybe, maybe mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what she looked like, like anymore. Baby me still looks like me, but if you met ten year old Gab, <laughs> you might not be able to be like, "That's Gab." Fair. <laughs> You would be able to know that me is me. I haven't changed since I was 10. Yeah, but I would probably be like, is that the kid from Stuart Little? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yep. He's, I... he's grown up into the kid from that 70s show. <laughs> Who's he on that? No, that's a different kid. Toe for Grace. Like, oh. I. Oh. Kid from, kid from I Stuart Little it. grows up into Toe for Grace. Oh, I got it. You or Harry Styles. Toe for Grace and Harry Styles. Or John Mulaney. <laughs> All of the lookalikes. Oh, my goodness. I do relate to this song as well. Mm. And I also once had an enchanted moment. Oh. It was in college. It was just someone I met and was kind of like 
instantly drawn to and wanted to like get to know them more, but I never did. I was at a party at a friend's house and she had a friend visiting from another school. Mm-hmm. I was drinking water out of like a clean salsa jar that had been repurposed as a cup, which is like something that happens at my college a lot like weird like that's where like mason jars is like, oh, trendy mm. probably started mm. you know except it was like literally it was like a tostitos salsa jar awesome. washed out <laughs> as a cup and it was that's all that it took to just start a conversation oh with i this person yeah. and i just remember them being really nice and the conversation kind of like making me feel like giddy and mm. like butterflies and i think they went to school somewhere across the country like maybe california but i'm not sure about that okay and I actually didn't, like, really get to know them at all. So I, I never pursued anything. It just was, like, a very nice chance encounter meeting, a nice conversation. Someone being nice to me, I think, at a time when, like, I needed someone to be nice to me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And it, like, left this, like, impression on me that this song kind of gives me that feeling. Mm. Of. Yeah, it was, like, it was just a sweet moment. And, like, it felt like an enchanted moment. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's a moment in the woods. A moment in the woods, yeah. Just someone, like, being really nice to you when maybe you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting, like, those kind of feelings where you're like, oh, that's nice. Like, someone maybe would like me and want to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I see this person again, maybe something might happen. Yeah. It's like that possibility of yeah. maybe our paths will cross again. Maybe they won't. But it gives yeah. me hope. Like, I would like for our paths to cross again. But if they don't, I understand. And it's okay. Yeah. It's like a very open-ended kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, it's that feeling of, oh my goodness, this person seems pretty cool and would probably be really fun to get to know. But if if I don't see them again, like, that's okay. We had the time together we did have. Yeah. And I think that's also kind of like um, a younger feeling, maybe, mm. and like that same kind of fairy tale whatever vibe. Because mm. I feel like as I got older and was more intentional about wanting to date and date someone, mm. it was more like, hey, I'm interested in you. Like, would you like to go on a date? Yeah. But like at times when you're younger where that's not necessarily what you're looking for or wanting. Sure. It's easier just to be like, that was a nice moment. And, you know, maybe I'll meet them again. Maybe I won't. And- I, I love the word enchanted. Yeah. Like it's such it's such a specific word. Mm-hmm. Cause not only does it bring about like really positive connotation, mm-hmm. but it brings about like the kind of mystical feeling as well. Yeah. And I think that as people, we really like having more fantasized versions of things in our heads. Mm-hmm. And we love to fantasize about things. Yeah. And Enchanted really brings that image yes. forward. Yeah. Like, I am, I create a fantasy in my head where this person and I go and do something extravagant together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we see each other again, but we don't. Yes. Yeah, it's a very theatrical yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is the crux of this album. Yeah which we may get to in Gossip Gab. It's a really good gossip. Speaking of, now we get to the segment of... Gossip Gab. When talking about Enchanted, Taylor said, This song is about pining away for if you're ever going to see someone again, walking away too early. It was about this guy that I met in New York City, and I had talked to him on email or something before, but I had never met him. And meeting him, it was this overwhelming feeling of, I really hope that you're not in love with somebody. Mm. And the whole entire way home, I remember the glittery New York City buildings passing by, and then just sitting there thinking, am I ever going to talk to this person again? Mm. And that pining away for a romance that may never even happen, but all you have is this hope that it could, and the fear that it never will. I started writing 
enchanted in the hotel room when I got back because it just was this positive, (laughs) wistful feeling of, I hope you understand just how much I loved meeting you. I hope that you know that meeting you was not something that I took lightly or just in passing. And I think my favorite part of this song is the part where in the bridge, it goes to sort of a stream of consciousness of, please don't be in love with someone else. Please don't have somebody waiting on you. Mm -hmm. Because at that moment, that's exactly what my thoughts were. And it feels good to write exactly what your thoughts are in a certain moment. Oh my god, I love her so so much. It's so cool. And that she can write that and put her thoughts down so beautifully and clearly. And just her talking about this. Like, that's such, like, a relatable, beautiful experience. And that positive, hopeful, wistful feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, that's exactly what it is. And sometimes, even, it doesn't have to lead to anything. It's like, even if it leads to something, then you'll face reality. It's not that enchanted moment anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that feeling of wanting to meet your idols or whatever Mm -hmm. and wanting to see them and meet them and whatever. But then a lot of the time meeting them totally destroys the fantasy. Yeah. Of what they might actually be. And I totally get that. Yeah. That's, that's super real. Taylor also said, using the word wonderstruck was done on purpose, referring to the line, I'm wonderstruck, blushing all the way home. Mm. Because that's a word which that person used one time in an email. And she said, I don't think I've ever heard anybody use that term before, so I purposely wrote it in the song so he would know. Interesting. So Taylor. Very much Taylor. So cute. The man in question was Al City's Adam Young. This was pretty clear from the hidden message in the Speak Now <laughs> liner notes spelling out Adam. Ah, yeah, <laughs> pretty, that, pretty straightforward. Sure. He ended up responding to Taylor on his website saying... I'll be the first to admit I'm a rather shy boy, and since music is the most eloquent form of communication I can muster, I decided to record something for you, a sort of reply to the breathtaking song on your current record. You are a true princess from a dreamy fairy tale, and above all, I just want you to know I was enchanted to meet you too. Wow. Yeah, so he recorded his own version of Enchanted, like the whole song, as a response, and he featured a new verse at the end, Echoing Taylor's, please don't be in love with someone else. Please don't have somebody waiting on you. He sang, I was never in love with someone else. I never had somebody waiting on me because you were all of my dreams come true. And I just wish you knew, Taylor, I was so in love with you. Whoa. Which like, I think he was enamored by her. I don't know if you can be in love with someone without dating them. Yeah. But those are the lyrics he wrote. I think it's very cool that he responded in this way. I remember when this all happened in real time because I was a Swifty and I Mm. was online at the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was just so exciting and like cute. (gasps) And it felt like so like movie-esque and fairy tale. You're like, oh my God, he responded. (laughs) I do think it's like... His response was, like, a little cheesy, just the, like, you're a true princess from a dreamy fairy tale. Yeah. That, like, was kind of like, Yeah. And I've heard this, and it's not, not, um, I mean, it's cute, but it's, like, not enchanted. Well, no. But he sings it. It's a sweet response. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I thought it was fun, and it was, like, a cute part of, like, their tale, almost, you know? At the time, Adam Young was known for the huge song, Fireflies, Uh which went three times platinum and went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Many of our listeners might have been too young to remember this song. Yeah. So you guys can look it up. Um, It's pretty good. Owl City is just this one guy. Yeah. It's like all like electronic sounds and him singing. Fireflies. Yeah, it's like 10,000 fireflies. Yeah. While doing the research for this podcast and remembering all these facts about Taylor and Adam and how the song was inspired, 
I determined that there is a very high likelihood that I saw Taylor perform the night or the same week that she had this encounter with Adam Young. Oh, really? Very, very likely. December 11th, 2009, I saw Z100 Stringle Ball performed at uh, Madison Square Garden in New York City. And both Taylor and Al City were performers during this Jingle Ball. Okay. Okay. And Jingle Ball, it only had one night. Okay. And uh, Taylor mentioned meeting this person in New York City. And if you look at the date, it was in 2009. Speak Now came out in 2010. Uh-huh. It's pretty likely that this the inspiration happened right during that week. Y- you were there. I was there. You were there. I thought it was so cool. I had never thought of that because I remember when we were talking about Adam Young and Al City, I'm like, oh, I saw them. That's so weird yeah. and funny. And then I was thinking about this. I never knew that the quote with Taylor where she's like, it's about this guy I met in New York City and I'm watching the glittery buildings pass by and all that. I didn't know New York was part of when they had met. Yeah. And thinking that and that I saw them both perform the same night at the same place. I'm like, totally. That's totally. when they met. It had to have been. I felt pretty cool. I'm going to always claim that I was there the night Taylor was inspired to write Enchanted. Absolutely. So. You were there for the inception of Enchanted. It's pretty neat. And it's actually cool because Speak Now Tour was not actually the first time I saw Taylor perform. It was that Jingle Ball. Oh, wow. And she played, you know, like, she Jingle Ball, you only get a couple songs, like five yeah. songs per artist. So she played, like, her big hits. You Belong With Me, Love Story, 15... And I'm not sure what the other songs were, but I remember like Teardrops on My Guitar, maybe? Probably. Or Our Song Was Still So Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's actually the first time I saw Taylor, cool. which is pretty cool. And those Jingle Ball concerts were like always like so fun and yeah. cool. Speak Now was actually not the original title. Oh. At one point, Taylor wanted the title of the album and the title track to be Enchanted. Gotcha. When she first uh, did the album. Taylor's producer at the time, Scott Borchetta who, you know, we know as having bad blood now. Of Scott Borchetta fame. Yes. He told Billboard magazine, we were at lunch and she had played me a bunch of the new songs. I looked at her and I was like, Taylor, this record isn't about fairy tales in high school anymore. That's not where you're at. I don't think the record should be called Enchanted. Interesting. I know a lot of fans were, because they love Enchanted and like right now hate Scott, were kind of annoyed by this. But I also feel like he wasn't wrong Mm. just because of how I feel about him now. I still think that he was leading her in the right direction. Sure. I think Speak Now is a very, like, strong album title. Yeah. And might have, like, opened her up to more demographics than just the young teens who were following her at the time. But I can also understand the opposite side because Speak Now, the actual song, is not as strong of a song as Enchanted. Yeah, and a lot, I'd say... Probably most Swifties would agree with that. Yeah. And it's interesting, though, because, you know, in her first four albums, her title track is the title is a title of the album. But yeah. 1989, Reputation, didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Lover did. Folklore mm-hmm. didn't. Evermore did. So it's interesting. Yeah. Thinking about. Yeah. And I don't think that albums need to have the title of the album be a track. I don't either, but it's yeah. just an interesting thing if that like inspires it, what the whole vibe is, mm-hmm. what the mood of the album is. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you don't really think what an artist thinks of until someone brings up the question. Sure. But I like to speak now. I think it's a very strong album title. And the idea of speaking up and like saying how you feel. Like yeah. I like that idea. And that that was a really big thread of 
her life at that point was wanting to speak up and wanting to be able to talk about the things that she wanted to talk about. And yeah. that's why she wrote write this her album. songs, write her stories. Yeah. So even though the song Speak Now isn't necessarily the strongest one, I think that it definitely speaks, no <laughs> pun intended, to how she wanted this album to be perceived. Yes, I agree. And so I think that that actually was the right move. Yeah. I'm sure I would have loved the album Enchanted as well, though. You know? Totally. Also, fun thing that happened from this song, Taylor teamed up with beauty company Elizabeth Arden to create a scent called Wonderstruck, which is named after the lyric that I mentioned earlier. (laughs) Taylor said, I wrote the lyric, I'm Wonderstruck, blushing all the way home for the song Enchanted, about the first time you meet someone, a fragrance can help shape someone's first impression of memory of you. It's exciting to think that Wonderstruck will play a role in creating some of those memories. Interesting. Which is super cute. It's at a time where a lot of pop artists were making sense. Sure. I had um, Mariah Carey scent, <laughs> personally. Did you get Britney Spears scent? No, I didn't like how it smelled, yeah. so I didn't buy it. But now I kind of wish I had, because yeah. I love Britney so mm. much. Mariah Carey, like, obviously so talented, but it's not like I was a Mariah Carey super fan. I just like right. the scent a lot. Oh, sure. Apparently, Wonderstruck, which I, I never purchased or smelled personally, apparently it smelled fruity and sweet, containing notes of Raspberry, blackberry, apple blossom, freesia, vanilla, honeysuckle, hibiscus, peach, sandalwood, amber, and musk. That sounds like a pretty good scent. It does, but it's also like a lot. It's a of lot in there. In one, um, I just see vanilla and sandalwood. And yeah, I you love just... that. You're like done. You also love amber. Amber. Big fan. I love it in a candle. Someone should make a sure. wonderstruck candle Ooh. based after wonderstruck. Yeah. Perfume. Ooh, that's a really good idea. Maybe someone has. If you have, let us know. Yeah, I know there are some Swifty Candle companies out there, so um, let us know. Devin, Mm. what's your favorite line in Enchanted? My favorite line is, this is me praying that this was the very first page, not where the storyline ends. Oh. (sighs) I'm saying that this is the precursor to the story of us. Mm -hmm. And so, but it's not at all. Well, they're the same album. They're on the same album. Similar themes. Yeah, but I mean, Story of Us is my favorite song on the mm. album. Any line that has like story, metaphor, imagery yeah. or whatever, I really, really like. Yes. It's just so, it's so good because you think of a relationship sometimes as as your story and like you're mm-hmm. writing down your story and whatever. But to think of it literally as a page mm. and like, you know, when we talked about Cornelia Street, where the blank page on the desk. Yeah, I was just thinking You know, that. and, and I, I love those images. It's and beautiful. Her as a writer obviously makes sense that she'll use that kind of imagery and the line itself is just so good. Mm-hmm. And um, there are a lot of like really great lines in this song. Uh-huh. I think she did a lot of her her best writing on Speak Now. There's a lot of really good... It's very poetic. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like that that line. How about you? What's yours? I really love This Night is Sparkling, Don't You Let It Go, mm. I'm Wonderstruck, Blushing All the Way Home. Oh. It conveys so much feeling and emotion in that one line. Mm-hmm. And also just This Night is Sparkling. It like That evokes such a beautiful image. Mm. And thinking about it in the context of New York City, if you've ever driven through New York City at night, mm-hmm. there's something just so magical and romantic about mm-hmm. it. And so I just love the line. Like It makes me picture everything and so many feelings and it's so romantic and that feeling i'm wonderstruck blushing all the way home like you know when you have like a very great meeting or a very good date Mm -hmm. and you just feel giddy and happy and hopeful it's all conveyed right there absolutely 
I love it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that is a really good line. Yeah. Mm. So Devin, mm. from one to ten, walls of insincerity. Oh. What would you give Enchanted? I'm going to give it a nine. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. Not in my top 20. Uh-huh. But it's a fantastic song. Yeah. I don't have really anything that I don't like about it. You know, I think that it's just still so fresh for me and like new. And mm-hmm. the songs that I have on my top 20, I, I might have to finagle. I, I have to keep always going back to it. This this process has just been, you know, songs are changing. That's good. That's what's supposed are going to happen. Nuts, it's you know, cool. Taylor yeah. is just affecting my life so much. <laughs> yes. And I'll be listening to a song and be like, oh, wow, this is really great. Oh, this is really great too. No, Tom, don't you know? So anyway. Yeah. It's really good. I'll give it a nine. I love that. So unexpected. Gab, on a scale of one to ten walls of insincerity, what would you give this song? I am also going to give Enchanted nine walls of insincerity. Okay. This song is definitely in my top 50 Taylor songs. Okay. It's, as I said, it's in my top three from Speak Now. Mm -hmm. I think it's a fantastic song. I think it's a quintessential Taylor song. I think it really captures this era well, Mm. which is kind of more pointers towards the era kind of being the Enchanted Era instead Mm -hmm. of Speak Now. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, has so many memories for me growing up and what this song meant. So I love it. Love that. Keep listening along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. All of them. Do you also love Enchanted? Yeah. Do you have an Enchanted moment (gasps) you want to share with us? Were you alive and do you remember Al City? (laughs) I don't know. Tell us all your thoughts. We want to hear them. Please remember to follow and subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us very much. Absolutely. Next episode, we're going to be talking about Endgame yeah. from Reputation. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tazy. Thanks for listening. See you next time.